0: What's up everybody, Milanis is here and welcome to the Calligraphy Masters podcast. This is a show where I talk with some of the most inspiring and influential artists in the world of calligraphy, lettering and sign painting with the goal of exploring their mindset and understand how they became successful. In today's episode, I'll be speaking with Gosha Bondarev about something that uh, I haven't discussed with anyone so far and I was not expecting to discuss but it ended up a pretty interesting topic in my opinion and I think it will be interesting to many of you so let's jump into this. Hi dude how are you doing it's it's pleasure to have you on the podcast. Yeah thanks
1: for having me I'm doing pretty good how are you doing?
0: Awesome I'm, I'm quite tired it's been a very long day another podcast recording then being into interview and training and I'm almost dead but have to work you know yeah Yeah. so dude you're a lettering artist but uh, can you give me some more info about you like where you're from like what's been your background like how was your life growing up and at what point in your life you Uh, met lettering or like yeah. fell in love and stuff like this.
1: Yeah, sure. So I had a background in science. I was uh, I was studying at school and like w- was major in mathematics and physics. And then I went to the university to study physics. So my major was geophysics, and I was planning to become a, like a real scientist. And I haven't been drawing till like twenty-two years old, I think. Before that, I was only using my pencil to to make some equations yeah, solve some equations. And then so I got my diploma and on the last year I started wondering maybe it's not the best place for me. Actually, I went to United States for three months and I think it was like a life changing experience because I met a lot of people who were really passionate about like different stuff for example one of my best friends was he's still my best friend one of my best friends he's a piano player and before meeting him I've never seen anyone being so patient about their stuff and that's why I started questioning myself am I so passionate about my stuff and the first answer was not really because I wasn't like rushing to the university every day and I decided to give this thought some time and then I decided to switch to another major and I went to get my master's degree in economics. So it's not it's not too far away, <laughs> but still I was thinking it, that it could could be really different and it would be much more f- fun. But it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't too, too good. And after uh, learning how does the university work, it was really boring to try to understand how the market work and some banks so i i dropped out after like eight months the only funny stuff was that i asked the permission to write a diploma about happiness so i was writing my master thesis thesis was math models of happiness so it was interesting but it was like really far away from economics so I decided that it's the the one thing that it's interesting for me there it's not my major that I need to go away and then like I was like 22 years old and have no idea what I want to do in my life so my only progress was that I don't want to do physics and I don't want to do economics and I just started trying basically everything like I tried to to uh, sew leather to make some accessories to started coding and I worked at the restaurant because I need to make a living somehow. And it wasn't really a good job because like the people there, for them, it was like the best job they can get in their entire life. For me, it was like uh, some stuff for maybe a couple of months. And I wasn't too serious about that. And they were (laughs) too, too serious. So, and then I started trying to find at least something that uh, a little bit interesting and i uh, first i started to selling sec- secondhand clothes <laughs> which was pretty fun because i got an opportunity to leave this terrible job and sit at home and to just i was i was going to finland twice twice a month to get some old clothes and then I sell them through our social network and at the same time I started drawing just for no reason like I uh, I think I just needed some place to get my feelings out like for example if I was bored or scared or happy I just started drawing and lettering was the choice I think because it's a little bit easier to get into lettering than to just Uh, like portraits and this kind of stuff so for example if you're set it's really hard to start from scratch and draw a set human being but you can draw a set and it's people can can understand that so i i wasn't uh, expecting anything at that point from myself because i have this project which with clothes and it was like a side it wasn't even a side hustle it was like easy hobby to get my feelings out and then i think i'm after maybe a year i started getting some response from people getting some followers and i started thinking that maybe i can start treating it a little bit more serious and it's funny that when i realized it i get some fears and anxiety because like some pressure was put on it so it's Basically, I think it's how it started. And then I started discovering a lot of people through Instagram doing all this crazy, beautiful stuff. And uh, my passion started growing.
0: You were, uh, back then, you were 22 years old. And how, how old yeah. are you now?
1: 28.
0: 28, okay. So you've been yeah. doing like lettering for six years? Yeah, yeah but I, I have some, some, uh,
1: some months when I didn't draw. Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, anyway, but like I mean, since you st-
1: yeah, but yeah, I started like I think like six years ago.
0: Because me, for example, I started also calligraphy six years ago. But I sometimes I, I don't write anything like months with months and because mm. I have to do stuff for calligraphy masters and I have no time to write. But
1: it. But you're doing the cool stuff. Like uh, the, the calligraphy that you do, it's pretty pretty beautiful. Yeah,
0: that's I don't know. It's just. That's what I like, cause there are not so many people like. There is poker Side, Dawkins, and like a few other people which are into calligrams, and of course I love calligraphy and just writing words. But for me, I don't know, like that's what what satisfies me to do those like crazy kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I think most people don't get it, but I don't care either, cause this is just what makes me feel good, you know.
1: Yeah, I think it's the main, the most important part you enjoyed,
0: and then after you discovered uh, your love for lettering uh, did you search for some sources to teach yourself more professionally or did you go to some workshops or something like this how how was in the beginning like first one two years you studying it what was the process
1: so first i was just trying to copy some stuff and like the stuff that i copied i i never showed anyone i just kept them on my table so i basically was just trying to explore it by myself and also at that time you know this guy sean macape who is sean west on in instagram he's like a really old school hand lettering guy he was one of the first one i think who was huge on instagram in lettering and then he switched to yeah, I think ah! yeah,
0: sometimes this connection makes this confusion with the talk. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say <laughs> yes. that that I don't know him, but I'll check it definitely later.
1: Now he doesn't he doesn't draw anymore. He just teach business and productivity and this kind of stuff. But he had a workshop on basic stuff and lettering. So I took it. It was online workshop. So I learned something from from him. And I remember that. This guy, Jan Barnard, who is from Great Britain, he also was in the same community with with this Sh- Sean McCabe. And I think he started, like, exploding at that point. And then, like, I was trying to remember how many workshops uh, uh, I've been attending. Since then, it was, like, maybe four of them. And it was one with... Look, Pakrast Lampas was given a workshop at that point, and it was funny that he was, it was on his kitchen, it was only five of us, and it was really like talking to friends, so it, it was cool, because now, nowadays, he doesn't,
0: he doesn't, doesn't do, do, it. do any he <laughs> no, he doesn't do <laughs> so anymore.
1: Cool yeah, so I go, I went to his place for a couple of times, and, like, for me, the main, part of workshop is like communicating with the people who you're inspired by. So because all the technical stuff, usually you can search by yourself, but you can be inspired for many years. For example, you were talking to Jacob from Copenhagen Science, and I went to his first workshop in Russia, which was cool. (laughs) So he's been teaching in Russia? Yeah, he told that his first workshop was in Russia. First workshop ever was here
0: oh could be funny yeah yeah.
1: and and i i was listening to your podcast podcast and i realized that i was that i i don't know that it was his very first one because he was so like he was doing it like maybe hundreds of time before that but it was his very first one so yeah and it was like two and a half years ago and i still remember what he taught me and his passion about that so it's it's really cool, and I also went to Dennis Brown, who is from. Yeah, you know him, right? Yes,
0: I know him. He's like an old master.
1: Yeah, but he's like a, one of the highest level that. And he also came to Russia, and it was two days workshop here. It was also pretty good.
0: All of those shops, uh, uh, those workshops. It's been calligraphy, right?
1: Yeah, it's not lettering. Yeah, <laughs> no, but. Jacob was sign painting and Dennis Brown was calligraphy and Pacras was calligraphy. Yeah, so I, I've never attended anything in, in lettering.
0: But is there actually uh, workshops for lettering?
1: There's some, like, now it's super, it's exploding, but all of the workshop in Russia, it's really terrible. But they try to prove you that it will, like, they they write on their website that they will teach you in two days what are they trying to achieve in two years, and they just trying to get a lot of money from you and I every time when I see this advertisement, I check who is the teacher and usually it's like nobody <laughs> the guy who started like maybe half a year ago, which is weird.
0: you've been like okay i i I see you go to calligraphy workshops but (laughs) i want to understand how 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 does like your lettering actually develop like how is this like i mean of course you get some knowledge about uh, letter forms and structure but still to me like for me lettering it's it's awesome but it's very different from calligraphy you know
1: yeah but still if you want to learn lettering it's really useful to start with calligraphy and typography because it's like a basic knowledge and then go f- further i think i started just copying a lot of alphabets different ones like classic ones like bodoni and other stuff to uh, to understand through drawing them one by one i was trying to understand how they constructed and how to construct something of my own i think it was yeah the process was for the first two or three
0: years but like that and you usually work only with pencil or like what are the tools you're using and what were the tools you were using in the beginning of course
1: so in the beginning it was only pencil and micron pens now like i'm usually i'm too lazy to draw a canvas so i usually use the pencil and then uh, switch to Photoshop and Illustrator and then I color it there. But sometimes like I, I practice sign painting last month, even more than before. So I, I haven't done any like walls. So it's usually just papers and papers of block letters and script read letters because I, I want to switch to more like serious stuff, like maybe walls. And because, spring and summer is coming and it will not be so cold like now here in russia and so it will be possible to draw outside so i think it would be cool so i ah, know sure i started using gold leaf layering which is also cool so what
0: do can you not do oh, I can I can show you this. this yeah
1: so it's one of the last stuff was so it's gold leaf on the wooden hand.
0: Okay. So How long did it take, take you are... to make this?
1: I think about a week. <laughs> I had some problems when I need to do some parts again because uh, the finger started moving <laughs> and the gold leaf fell off. And I need to put the pot inside there so it's now it's stuck. But it was quite fun. And and I also remember that for me, lettering always was like a way to tell the world about my, like I have a lot of mental health issues, like anxiety and depression. And uh, for me, it's really important to explain to somebody in the same situation that they can overcome it. And for me, it works through lettering. So usually I draw something that uh, I just understood or I'm trying to get through some struggles and it's usually like the second voice. I'm drawing some phrase and it's I can then read it or see in my feed and it will like remind me that it's not so bad or so which is also cool.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. But I think like our days, like, Aren't most of the people having, like, anxiety and depression? Like, I'm quite often in, yeah. the, in this field as well. Yeah, I think
1: <laughs> there are different kinds of them. And it's really, it's hard to realize how many demons each uh, the person is in front of you have. So I'm trying to be open about that. Even with my friends and family and community around here. Like, I started giving much more talks, public talks, lately. And I always talk about this stuff there and it's funny that it's, it's not common to to talk about that kind of stuff for example if you broke your leg and if you if you will you're going to miss somebody's birthday and you will call them and tell that i broke my leg so i can't be there it's pretty fine but if you call them and say that you have a depression or anxiety and you can't go there it will be not normal not so normal because it's it's still not yeah it's like not normal if you
0: talk openly about that and i want to switch it so you use like lettering for like kind of uh, therapy or something like this because like yeah i i know like with, with Calib- actually
1: i go to therapy <laughs> so I i have a therapy session tomorrow but it's like a I'm trying to understand something uh, like serious, how to how to deal with it, struggles with anxiety and depression, and I can I try to explain it to other people through that. So it's in nowadays school that we have social media and it's much easier to to talk to people because I don't know how how did they do that before Instagram? Like you draw something and nobody gives a shit. <laughs> like maybe your brother see it and and that's all.
0: And what's this kind of therapy that you go? Is it just talk with someone or how is it?
1: Yeah, no, I. Uh, before that, I went to five different psychotherapists, so it fixed one. And I left all of them for some reason at some point. Now it's yeah, we I don't take any drugs. I, no, I mean medicine. We only talk. We work with cognitive behavioral therapy. So basically, we're trying to find these like fundamental thoughts that I have since childhood. For example, that I'm that I'm a bad person, that I'm guilty, that I'm t- terrible, and everybody hates me. And we need to uh, <laughs> to morph them to something more, something better. <laughs> like, like stop thinking that I, that everybody hates me. <laughs> And it's also, I think because that maybe everybody is the same, like I, maybe twice, three times a year I have these episodes when I can't create anything for maybe two months because I think that my work is terrible and nobody needs it. And I need to switch something more serious like coding or (laughs) this kind of stuff. And it's funny that you can be, I think, on this any level and still think that your work is crap.
0: Well, yeah, that's normal. But, like, I mean, I have all the time, like, struggles with this, with calligraphy masters that uh. whatever I do is just uh, bullshit and it's like uh, I've wasted a lot of time and sometimes, like, yeah. I have, like, I don't know, a few times in the year some deep depressions, especially some when something doesn't go According what I have planned and it sucks, but.
1: And how do you, what do you do in these situations? Do you just wait?
0: I don't know. Like, uh, I like, well, (laughs) it depends. Like before it was lasting much longer. I think now um, I've built some, I don't know what, but like my last depression was just for like a day and something, maybe two. I'm just like fuck this, like uh, be positive, you know, and trying to be positive and to think that just visual visualizing that everything is uh, going well and that ideas are coming and also. But before that, when I had like longer periods of time, I was just feeling bad and I was sleeping a lot and and I was also listening a lot to mo- motivational speakers, you know, people like to
1: yeah I, I also listen to them
0: but nowadays i'm just listening to one dude it's it's uh, gary v I don't, he's actually oh, yeah. he's I like actually him. with the uh, russian roots he's i think he's from belarus yeah he's he lives in uh, i think
1: he was born there but then moved
0: yeah and he's now in usa and this is the person which now i only listen before there were more people but i think this is he is a very like what he talks is it's it helps me as a as a artist and uh, as a person who is trying to run some business i think this is my my best go to when i'm not oh. feeling so well in my mind
1: and he's got like i don't know 1 million videos over there <laughs> <laughs> and he's do- he has been doing this wine library for like one Years straight, every day, with no followers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, man, he, I don't know. I, I he's, he's such an inspiration, you know. Just with, not just with what uh, he talks and what he has achieved now, but yeah, his whole history and like what he's been doing for like such a yeah. long period of time. Like he mentioned, even like a few times lately in some videos, like. Okay, I've been uh, going crazy, like, last one, two years, and more and more people know me. But most people don't know that I've been doing this shit for 10 years. Ah, yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck. And When I'm, like, depressed, and I'm like, I've been doing this for five years, and I'm like, come on, dude. Like, I'm doing this five years, and I'm getting depressions when this dude was doing it for 10 years without almost nobody knowing him. So... Yeah, he's probably my biggest inspiration. For like, go, go on, don't stop, don't, don't fucking be depressed. But yeah, I hate, I hate these situations because it's not cool, and sometimes it's, it's really hard. Actually.
1: Yeah, and and then you start being angry for you for being depressed, and it's a new layer of this. <laughs> Which is just
0: terrible. It's like a dominoes, man. Like one falls and another. Yeah. And it's like everything It's fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. Like calligraphy is definitely helps a lot. It's like a meditation. It's like a therapy. Like when I start writing, I can, I'm just out of here. Like just writing and writing. And it, it makes me feel good also. May, and sometimes I'm, I'm thinking like, Maybe I get depressed because for a long time of periods, I don't actually write calligraphy, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I think I have the same stuff. But, yeah. And, okay, like, in your... You're doing TED... You're like a TED speaker. You're doing TED talks. Yeah. Like, uh, can you speak a little bit about this? Like, how how did you start it and uh, what are the... The things that you're speaking about on these TED Talks?
1: Yeah, sure. So I s- started giving some talks here and there in like universities and some festivals and I I didn't mention, but I have another project. Like my main source of income is from my business and we started it with my brother also five years ago. And we're making some wooden pins and I, now also some metal pins. And bracelets and this kind of stuff. I don't have anything with me. Like maybe this stuff. <laughs> but I can show you later. <laughs> sure. And so usually I work there maybe half of the week on this fact like factory. So we have like huge machines which cut wood and they we have some in place we and they glue them together, paint them. So I, it's, usually I spend half of the week there and half of the week drawing, and it's it's good that I don't have to try to make money through art because it can be painful for people on their first years because you're if you're afraid that you won't make money for paying for your apartment and to buy some food you started you start drawing some maybe taking some crappy work and, we, and it's it's not good so it's good that i think one of the reasons when i why i i don't think that i'm too successful in learning but still like i i'm better that i could be because i wasn't trying to get money through it and i was just doing my some personal projects because i have this business on the side and what was your question <laughs>
0: about the TED talks?
1: Oh, yeah, the talks. So sometimes people ask me to to, to tell something about business. Some, sometimes it's about art. So it's like. And anyway, I, in any talk, I will start talking about this mental stuff, because I think it's the most important one. You ask me to tell about business, but listen about, <laughs> about depression. No, because I think it's it's a really huge part of my life, and it's. uh I need to to tell people about it.
0: No, so, but of course, I think it's great that you're talking about and you're being open, because I'm sure there are many other people who have such problems and they probably yeah. are not speaking. Yeah, it,
1: I think it's one of the reasons because at some point in my life, I was thinking that because I have this stuff, it's important for it's impossible for me to achieve anything because I'm too shy, to too depressed yeah. and not motivated enough and i was thinking that it, nothing is real and i need to just do whatever i can and state my university even though i don't like it too much and then i started reading about people who were doing some really good stuff and it was some business persons and artists and musicians and a lot of ma- many of them were having the same kind of problems and then i realized that it's uh shouldn't be what the word an excuse to not to try to do anything and then I at that point I started like hustling not like Gary V but (laughs) less than him but still I started to making my project started drawing and now I know that there are so many people at the same point where they think that they're too shy that they're not Good enough and it's i think it's really important to tell them that they're good enough and they need to overcome these anxieties so i was talking about this kind of stuff on some like business forums and universities and then one of my friends was helping to organize TEDx talk here in st petersburg and he asked me to ask me if i want to talk and funny that it was one of my main goals for for the not in not only for last year but it was like i don't have too many goals for my life but one of them was definitely to be a tedx speaker because i really love ted talks and i also wanted to become a part of that and like my tedx talk is with terrible sound quality for some reason because the camera the the guy who was filming it he was drunk the night before, and he forgot the microphones. And <laughs> I think they recorded it for to the internal one, and it's so terrible. But still, <laughs> the goal is achieved, so it's fine. And I was at the at TEDx. I was telling about one accident in my life, and I was I wasn't. So yeah, it was the first time ever when I talked about this kind of stuff. So when I was on. I think it was my second year in university, I was beaten really hard uh, on my way home. And so there were three guys and for the first 10 minutes, they didn't ask me to give them any stuff. They were just beating the hell out of me. And I was thinking that they just want to kill me. And it was not not so funny. It was, so I was just uh, lying there in dirt and, I was really sure that I would die in like maybe 10 minutes. And it was, it sucked. And only after that, they started uh, yelling that they need my phone and money. So they took everything, then ran away. And they also took my, it was a book inside my bag uh, on quantum physics. And I have an exam on the next day. And I remember that I was shocked and I ran After them yelling, give me please my book. (laughs) (laughs) They did not give it to me, (laughs) of course. And so I went to my friend's apartment, washed myself because I decided that I don't want to tell tell it to my parents not to get them scary. And like I was holding hands in front of my face. So my face was fine and... All of, like blood was on the other parts of my body. so I was able to keep it in secret. And I decided to not to tell anyone about that. And <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I think I was thinking that it is a good, good idea. So and after that, I decided I need to overcome my fear and go the, the next day exactly through the same route. And I get like really hard panic attack in the on the same spot. (laughs) And after that, so the worst part was wasn't that they took my stuff and they beat beat me. So the worst part was that after that, I started being scared of every like literally every human being on the street. So for the next four years, I wasn't able to walk alone on the streets. And because I didn't tell anyone, I was thinking that it's like my new reality that I can't fix it because nobody around me had the same issue. And I was just, it was, now it's funny to think about that. Like when I was walking from my university, I, uh, I took a bus and then after bus i was running for 10 minutes <laughs> through the streets because if you are running nobody can beat you <laughs> so i was doing this for 4 years uh, or i was walking with like i i could go for a walk with two guys because i think i was thinking that they <laughs> will keep me safe and it was terrible and then i started uh, going to another university and I needed to take a subway which was also scaring and I was like on every ride I was switching uh, train cabins maybe twice or three times in, in one ride because I was sure that this guy uh, in front of me he want to use his knife and kill me or maybe beat me and I was it, it wasn't like a sudden thought it was like I was really sure that he's, he's been looking for me. And then, so I, and I get used to it, which is weird. And I wasn't dating anyone because I tried to to walk with a girl and then I get so scared that I need to go home, (laughs) which is uh, just terrible. And then I started using a taxi because I need it. And I get this realization that I'm also afraid of taxi. And I was sure that every guy wants to take me to some weird place and then kill me and take my money. not take my money just kill me and maybe rape me and when you're think if you're thinking about that it's really easy to prove yourself because you see that the driver is talking to somebody in the different language and he's taking the wrong turn and he's riding too fast He's locking the door for some reason, so I was I was terrified every on every ride, and then at one point uh, my brain decided that he needed to stop this terrible situation, and he decided <laughs> my brain that we need to go open the door and <laughs> jump from the taxi, and at one ride I was like I I opened the door and I took my bag and I was almost. I always jumped from the car and I couldn't die I think and at that point so I didn't jump I I decided to wait for two more minutes and then he went back to the route and and drove me to the to my spot so at that day I remember that I decided after four years that I had that I have a problem (laughs) and after four years I decided to tell it to my friend and i was thinking that he will make fun of me and stop talking to me but i wasn't i didn't have any choices and so he uh, told me that i need to go to psychologist i went there and it it also funny that through these years i never had this idea that it's could be an option (laughs) so i went there and we started working on it. And my psychologist told me that it was post-traumatic syndrome. So for my brain, the situation when I'm lying in the dirt and three guys kicking me into f- to my face, it's similar to situation in taxi when the door is locked and some angry guy is driving. So it's he my brain started was starting the same patterns. So and after that I get this super ability to walk on the streets and ride a taxi without being scared shitless. And yeah, and after that I decided to, that I need to tell this story to people around me. And I was really surprised that it was pretty common and one my one friend jumped from the taxi and ran away. <laughs> And he I, I was the first guy in the world who, who who knew that because he was also scared to to tell it to anyone. So I was telling this story on TED Talk. So the main idea was that you need to share your demons with the world because it it can help somebody in the same situation to overcome them. And it's cool that I have maybe four people who cried on the test that talk, and I think <laughs> it was successful it it was like that,
0: yeah, but that's some crazy story, man. I'm like, I was laughing at one point, I'm sorry, like it's not funny, but
1: no, no, it's funny, yeah i I think I know that it's funny because it's it's crazy, but
0: it's a bit cra- like I understand it's fucked up, it's like not cool, but like the way you you tell the story is just it. it makes <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But man... No, it's It's funny
1: funny funny for for me also. also. But
0: I don't know, like while I was listening to this story, I was thinking why you never like... If you had like such fears, why did you not go to like some martial arts and uh, learn how to protect yourself or something like this?
1: No, I actually went to... I was attending boxing and mixed fight. And I also went to... Did you... Have you read Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk? So there were... There was a fight club in my city and I <laughs> went there, which is also cool. So you just, you read about the next meeting, you know, the exact place. You come there and you see a lot of people with <laughs> some stuff in their, f- like, beaten faces. And you don't even say hi to them. You just come and wait next to next to them. Then you went to some... Like a, fuck, like gym or like a place, sporting. Sp-
0: yeah, like <laughs> like a sport hall or like what?
1: Yeah, like sport hall. You pay a little bit money to to rent it for a couple of hours, then you warm up and uh, one main guy tell 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 you who will you fight with, and you just go until you're knocked out or until you said that it, it's enough and it's it was a really good experience because after that you feel like you can do every, everything for some reason I, mean, I think it's because of adrenaline and because you're doing something that it's not normal if you're overcoming your most basic fear so it was a good experience but still like you can you can, i think you can be uh, really good at m- some kind of martial art but still be scared because i was thinking that they have a gun or they have a knife
0: but is this kind of crazy shit like like uh, a usual thing in russia is like happening to a lot of people
1: or?
0: not too much like
1: no, i what i have only one friend <laughs> who jumped from the taxi but besides that like i think some of them some fears are uh, pretty common, like about your self confidence and thoughts about your art. Like uh, I think uh, pretty much every artist has them, but some of them are not so common. I think, which is which sucks because it's a little bit easier if you know that somebody shared with you. But if you have these weird ideas, it's a little bit more depressing.
0: I don't think whatever you have or, like, whatever it is, like, you never could be alone, man. Like, there is, is like, six or seven billion people on this planet. and (laughs) There is pretty big chance that a lot of
1: It's like a trick of your brain that you... Like, logically, you know that you're not... You definitely can't be the only one from six billion people who have this, but when you're depressed you start thinking that you're the only one and nobody can help you and so the main uh, the most important thing that you can do is realize that you are not alone and you can that's why you can overcome it because uh, it's a shared experience and other people also go went through that and then it's cool that instagram and art helps you to deal with it because you can I can draw something about that and instantly get the responses that people are feeling the same kind of stuff, and later we can discuss and discuss it, which is also cool.
0: When you do like art based on those stuff, do you just uh, post like the pictures of it, or you also put a story about it in the captions?
1: Yeah, usually I I tell the whole story to make it clear because, and this thing that I like about lettering that it's more. It's easier to tell a story even through art, because if you will draw some abstract stuff about your fears or about your thought, it's, it's really hard to to understand what you meant. But in lettering, you can like literally take a phrase and, and use it. Like, for example, this one, I really like it. I saw it somewhere. It's in a society that profits from your self-doubt. Liking yourself is a rebellious act, which is, I think, really cool. And yeah, most of the time I tell the whole story about this sort of in the captions
0: and then you have some clients, like it's what I see on your Instagram, like Microsoft Jameson contact and like, uh, how, how, did, how did you get those clients and, uh, what, what kind of work did you have to do for them? And how was it like you having all this, uh, Problems with yourself and then at the same time working with such big brands
1: so for Microsoft, I made it was a series of lettering uh words and numbers for the anniversary video for i know it was new year video a couple of years ago, so they asked me to draw lettering for the yeah for the video. So it was at first when f- it was the first time I wasn't really sure that it's real Microsoft. And I was thinking that maybe it's kind of a joke because <laughs> the company is too serious to <laughs> ask me to draw something. And But then I was sure that it's them. It, um, it, it was amazing. It's amazing experience to draw something for this kind of brands. But it's also a little bit scary because you... You really want to do something that you can put your portfolio in, in the stuff that they will like. And you're really afraid to, to fuck this up. But it's it is still cool. For James and I make a series of posters. They had some phrases and they asked me to draw, use a, their silhouette of bottle and also illustrate it with some lettering. And for Vkontakte, it's a Russian social network. (laughs) So I, what I do? I made a performance of, we have a festival, VK festival. It's like a big festival in in Russia, I think. So I drew, so they asked me to make something. So it was cool that I was able to do any kind of performance there and so Pakras Talampas was there in the same year and he was doing some crazy stuff with glass walls and his calligraphy and i was drawing like i found some old axes and sauce sauce with (laughs) i think i can show you something i thought this stuff is from that project and I have a lot of them on the huge wooden wall. And it was some phrases on this old stuff. So I was drawing it for, I think, nine hours straight. Uh, which, and it was cool. Because people were coming and talking to me. And, so I, I, and it was a cool day. Warm one. And I was sitting on the grass and drawing it.
0: Where do you usually get your clients from? Is it uh, via Instagram or you have some other portfolios where people are finding your work?
1: Some clients come from Behance. For some reason, I think like big, big brands you like to go there. I think it's because there it's easier to realize to see some completed projects and that's why it's easier to understand what you can do for them and yeah instagram and Behance
0: I think. And from all the clients you've worked for like big or small doesn't matter for the client, what's what's the one project that you enjoyed the most doing?
1: I think it was maybe like my second year and I drew an album cover for my friend from United States and it was his first album with his band and it was really nice and also the second was well, the second one, So my friend was thinking about starting a project. And he was uh, he was on his, I think, last year in the university, university, and he was planning this business, but he was afraid to start it. And I told him that I will make a logo for free. And if he will start in the same day. So he agreed. And after like a couple of years, he uh, told me that it was the best idea to start then because now his project grew big and so it's really nice uh, I think it's the most the best stuff when you can f- help your buddies uh, using your skills
0: yeah it's, it's good but like I don't know usually I I try not to do anything for friends because like I don't know sometimes people are just the uh, Assuming that you have time forever. Ah yeah.
1: <laughs> and you don't spend
0: anything doing that.
1: Besides like hours and hours. <laughs>
0: exactly. But yeah, I think like if if it's if it's like very special friend and if it's something that I also like really enjoyed and see that he's doing, maybe I'll do, but most of the time I don't do anything for Yeah. You know. yeah.
1: But it's hard it's hard to say no because people can be mad at you for that well in the beginning it, yeah, it, it
0: was hard and people were like confused like what the fuck like come on man <laughs> and i was like no just fuck <laughs> it i'm not gonna do it and it, it, it took some time for them to learn but i think it was uh, good that i stood up and because otherwise that that i don't know i was gonna lose a lot of time and and stress for nothing which
1: what was your favorite project Maybe not a commission one. Or I I
0: have no anything. projects dude. I'm just uh, doing, doing calligraphy masters and like my favorite project. I don't know. No, I No, I
1: mean project like I saw that you draw this mannequin girl. I think this kind of project. When you in...
0: Well, I don't know. Like I I don't I don't think I've done my favorite project so far like cuz mm. I I do calligraphy on my clothes on my jeans on, on pretty much on everything and uh just i I do it just for this mannequin that you saw it was for a friend he has like a tattoo studio and he just asked me i was like so you said yes yeah (laughs) he was like yeah let's get get a few beers and i'm sure man i'll do it like just in few minutes and of course i was i thought it's a it's a good uh, repetition for something like calligraphy (laughs) on girls because uh oh yeah (laughs) I want, like I want to do on my girlfriend and stuff like this, but then I was like okay this is a good opportunity to to see how, how it is to work on a body and different like shapes. So it was uh it was fun but I don't know, I, I think I really I don't have a favorite project so far. And I guess my favorite project is still to come. Apart from calligraphy, my favorite project is probably this. What I'm doing right now, the podcast. <laughs> I really I think
1: it's, uh, it's really awesome. I think you still can't realize how, how cool with it because, for example, I was listening to your podcast yesterday, and it's like I was I was having the feeling that I'm there with you, so it's three of us talking to each other, and it's so interesting that i was inspired after that and i went home and spent two hours drawing because of the podcast which is cool like i'm a, I'm a huge fan of podcasts i
0: well I, I started the podcast because of gary v you know he recommended oh, wow. yeah you should start a podcast and i was like okay i started a podcast and uh for quite some time i was really now i realize i was afraid to start because it's like Something totally new and so different from everything I've been doing. But I really enjoy it and uh, I think it's super cool. And yeah, I, I think also people enjoy it. I have like quite a lot of good feedback from people and not only the people who listen, but also the guests. So I think it's 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 going well. I'm still not so uh, like I'm very not happy about many things because usually when I start something... I do it the most wrong way. I would never oh. do a proper plan and never I just start and start doing and doing stuff and then in the process I try to make it more professional and I do some research and I see how like all my mistakes and there is...
1: I think it's the, the main part of it now it's, it exists and people already can be inspired by that and get some value. So I think it's much better than playing it for like a year and start only after that
0: no for not for for a year but for example before i started the podcast i haven't even listened to another podcast you know
1: (laughs) no yours is pretty your man is have a pretty good quality it's cool i i was thinking that you spent many times many months listening to other podcasts
0: no dude that's the thing like that's, good. Good. that's the problem i do always the things in the most wrong way and i started the podcast and then i started also listening to other podcasts <laughs> <laughs> and then you listen? then listening to other podcasts i see like stuff which how professional it's done and stuff which i should do and mistakes that i do and i'm like dude why always you have to do the most wrong way but yeah like it's just me i guess but yeah you can improve on the goal i mean that's with me man i'm i'm always annoyed i'm never satisfied and i know i do stuff in the wrong way but still i do like i don't know i prefer to start and to be not the perfect like i I, it, it would never be perfect actually but yeah i don't know i just i i do it because i in this case Gary V told me like do podcasts it's gonna it's gonna be good and then I realized there is no podcast for calligraphy lettering and sign painting and I always love to be first in something so I was like okay let's let's do it and yeah now I'm in the process of learning stuff and I have I have some ideas coming for how to change things and do it more interesting but right now I have no time for it cuz right now I'm recording pretty much every day and just try to gain some, uh, volume of, uh, stories and interesting people. And then once I see that the podcast is going well, it's gonna start also improving more, but yeah, it's, 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 it's super awesome to hear like feedback from uh, you and other people. So if there's also other listeners who enjoy the podcast, Please, guys, let me know. Or even if you don't like it, let me know. Like any feed, <laughs> any feedback would help, because any feedback will help me improve it. And
1: I, I, have you met anybody who you're podcasting with right now, like Jacob or Stefan Kants, or have you met them in, in person or no? Jacob,
0: yes, Jacob. We met a few times. We were living uh, like I was living for quite some time in Copenhagen. Uh, But uh, most of the people I meet for first time, like you, like the people who I've met is like Frakwan and some other people from the team, which I think some of the episodes are not out yet. But most of the people I haven't met and most of the people I haven't spoke or even seen their faces is like, it's exactly like we do, you know, just chat, chat, chat. And all of a sudden, hey, dude, what's up? And yeah. In the first two, three episodes, it was super stressing for me. I was very nervous. I was like, man, <laughs> this is gonna be hard for me.
1: But it's not live stream, so you can just not upload it if it's terrible. But it's it will be upsetting <laughs> for the one who. It's true, but to. still, you
0: have to talk with the people, man, which you never seen. Oh, yeah. You have to communicate, and I don't know, I'm a. I'm not the most social person. I don't know how strange that might seem, but I'm uh, most of the time by myself, like or with my girlfriend. Uh, I've I rarely meet with people and friends. Most of the time, I spend here on the computer, and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a weirdo. So I was like, yeah, man, I have to meet these people. I, they have to watch me, and I have to speak. I was so nervous and stressed, but.
1: I think after... But before podcast, what was your normal day look like?
0: Well, just uh, doing a lot of videos for YouTube. But then uh, in January, they stopped my income and it got me depressed. And I had to redo all my vision and strategy and figure out a way to fix it. And yeah, for quite some time, I've been just... uh, Uh, Studying stuff on the internet, reading books and uh, doing calligraphy and thinking the ways of how to run calligraphy masters, how to improve it, uh, how to make some products and stuff like this. It's, I don't know, probably a boring thing.
1: (laughs) No, it's what a boring thing to run the biggest calligraphy (laughs) community on history. I think it's it's not boring because it's... it's interesting. It's unusual kind of stuff that you do.
0: I can do. I'm so depressed with calligraphy masters, cause <laughs> yeah, it has this all these big numbers and stuff like this, and people like it and love it, or whatever. But in my head is not is not this way. In my head is do. I've been doing this five years. It should have been much better, much more professional, and much mm-hmm. more different. and I'm constantly unhappy about it. (laughs) And yeah, that's weird somehow. So can you tell me some names of artists that uh, whom work you like a lot and who who inspire you?
1: Yeah, sure. So one of the first guys that I was inspired by is John Cantina. You know him?
0: I don't think yeah. so. Like, sometimes, like, is... I know a lot of people, but sometimes I think, like, okay, I didn't, haven't heard this, then I check it and I know him. Like, ah. but it's just, I, I. He's
1: like a legend in in hand lettering. So I think you You saw him. I even, uh, on my first year, I ordered some sketchbooks from him and I knew that his wife is running his store so i asked her to ask him to sign one for me and i still have uh, the first page with his sign on it because it was too important for me so it's cool and also i'm a huge fan of 1924 us you know him so it's 1924 us he's doing some illustration and photography so i was like, inspired by him in general. Oh, who else? Like, Jacob. I like his stuff and his curation and his skill. He's pretty cool. I like, you know, Rilsir from Berlin also. Rilsir. <laughs> it's R-Y-L-S-E-E.
0: No when you say the names, I write them and I'll check later because i'm afraid to say yes if i'm not 100 percent sure because i no. might know but i <laughs> will just write the names now and i'll check them later and
1: he's a super nice guy also like I, we met when i was in berlin so he's cool he's drawing like optical illusion with letters and i was an impressed that he's really inspired by his own work and his friend told me that usually he he's always late because he missed two stops on on his ride right on the bus because he's creating some new idea with a letter on a skateboard and stuff like that <laughs> which i think it's cool and also like the name in lettering or
0: art in general well you can drop some names for lettering and then you can in general like whatever inspires you do so who else in lettering i think
1: it's many of them like i, I like the stuff that Stefan can't doing, he's like amazing and his ability to do so many crazy stuff uh, pretty much every day, it's, yeah, it's impressive.
0: Uh, who else? What I about Luca? Because I, I see there is like a Alphabet poster. Oh, yeah, Luca persona. Persona.
1: Yeah. But uh, he's not really active in, in Instagram, but yeah, I have his book and his poster, so uh, I was uh, searching his work on my, I think, first and second years, was a, I was inspired by him, but nowadays he's not too active, but I think I forgot him, I forgot about him because of that, but he's still cool, yeah. <laughs> I like the stuff that Dennis Brown do, but he's also like an old school guy and I have his workshop and they're on CDs, which is also funny because my laptop doesn't have the stuff to play them, so I can just watch them. But he's doing, he has some videos on YouTube and so he's awesome, but it's calligraphy. In in lettering, Jan Barnard is also pretty amazing, but they're, I think they, for me, it's somewhat s- similar with Stefan, Jan and Stefan, they're doing, both of them are great. Similar to their work, but
0: I mean, they are still very ooh, different.
1: Ooh. And I think you probably don't know these guys, BMD design. B-M-D Design He's from France and he's sometimes he disappears for maybe a year and then he posts some crazy work and then disappears again for some reason <laughs> I not, don't know
0: So he's like a sea like waves coming and going
1: Yeah and only works on the black on the black I think background no process no face which is still cool and beside lettering i also like other kind of art and i have uh, my good friend and amazing artist laura zombie you can check her out
0: now this name i know for sure like uh, this sounds very familiar I, I... Oh.
1: so she's from russian but now she lives in canada and She's, her stuff is amazing. And also, uh, Tanya Shatseva, she, she, she's like, she makes like serial arts and I can't explain what it is, but, but it's, yeah, it's really deep and meaningful, which is cool. I think I forgot uh, a lot of people, but.
0: Yeah, I think those that are quite quite a good number of names so i think it works like can you tell me like how much uh, time you spent daily on lettering like
1: it depends but
0: i think i will feel
1: good about myself if i will spend three to four hours a day and like sometimes it's it can be 16 but it's when I have important project and, or when I inspired and I want to complete something really fast through something like that. But on weekends I work more because I have more time, more free time and I usually prefer to sit at home. I I don't go out a lot. (laughs) So it's easier when you live in this way because you don't have to spend too much time with your friends <laughs> so you can just spend all your time in front of your table and i will say it's hard to count the time so as i told i spend half of my week uh, doing another project but sometimes i draw there or design some stuff for example i can design some metal pins and i'm not sure if i can uh, count that time spent on lettering or not because I, it's lettering but still not the same kind of lettering as at home
0: and w- w- what are your goals or dreams like with lettering like what do you want to achieve or like uh, at what point do you want to become like or do like i don't know how do you see it? is there are there any dreams or goals that you have connected with lettering
1: i I have a weird dream that I want to draw a cover for a book because I'm a huge fan of books and I want to have a book which would be on the best selling in New York and I want to go there and take a picture with this book in New York. (laughs) I don't know why. And what else? I also... Do you know the band Sigur Ros? They're from Iceland. So I like them. You can check them out. They're like amazing and i have a dream to draw album cover for them i even don't listen them too much now but i got this dream two years ago and i need to do that and also what else uh like i because i'm doing different kind of stuff it's hard to me to get one Except goal because I try a little bit of sign painting, a little bit of calligraphy, a little bit of lettering, and I'm still in the process of realizing what is the perfect place for me, but maybe it's there no perfect place. So I definitely want to draw some walls this summer, so it could be it, it would be good to to draw a huge wall with my lettering on the streets of my city. So basically something like that. And what about you? Do you have a goal in calligraphy or you now only focus on podcast and
0: no, I have so many you, goals and dreams.
1: Do you want to make an episode with Gary Vee at some point?
0: <laughs> Wait, well, I never thought about this, but this this is cool. Yes. Yes. He he actually sent me last year a pair of his sneakers. Like really? yeah, he released some happen. He released some cool sneakers and uh, they contacted me on calligraphy masters on instagram and they were like yeah hey, oh, Well that's cool <laughs> they want, uh, want to get the sneakers and you can do some calligraphy and we will use them for a video trailer i was like what the fuck is this for real?" <laughs> <laughs> and then i got him but because of customs in bulgaria like fucking bullshit like it, it got too long to receive the sneakers and oh. when i received them the video already was out and but yeah <laughs> i have gary v sneakers and no it's still
1: cool yeah but you it's now i think it, it would be easier to to talk to them because they know they already know about you and
0: yeah yeah but yeah is cool. that, 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 well i should write this i never thought about it <laughs> that. that's a good idea dude No, but I don't know. I have a lot of goals and dreams, but most of them are like uh, about calligraphy masters and stuff that I want to achieve. I I have a lot. Like, I know some people have like some goals and I, man, I have way too many (laughs) goals and (laughs) dreams. Like, I'm like, fuck, do, do I have enough time in my life to do everything? But
1: yeah, I have plenty. But doing that, I think you will achieve much more if you have like, 100 goals you achieve 15 it will be still cool
0: yeah like i think it's very important to have goals and dreams like it's uh, something to motivate you to keep keep forward no matter like what's happening and it's it's also good to wake up with the idea that you're going some some direction you know
1: yeah, it's much easier to wake up. If you know why you did, you wake up and why did you go and.
0: And there's also work. a di- a downside of having all those goals is like sometimes it's depressing when you have so many and especially if not everything is going right. And then it could be like fucked up. Like, man, am I gonna achieve them? Am, am I good enough? And like all this fucked up. Um, thoughts in our heads but I'm pretty sure I'll achieve my goals and yeah that's about goals like what else man like I'm not so prepared because first of all I'm super tired today (laughs) second of all I
1: I was expecting a question about books
0: yeah Yeah. I had actually a question about (laughs) books Then we start talking about something. Else. That's the thing. Oh. Like sometimes I'm prepared for the podcast, but especially today, like we talk, talked like yesterday about the podcast, and today oh. we're doing it. And oh, yeah, like, in most of the like pretty much everyone that I'm inviting for the podcast, we like uh, make a schedule, and then we talk like in some days, a week, two, three. Oh, and you're you're the first that it, it went so fast. <laughs> so it's, it's cool. cool but yeah about books
1: talking about books talk about books i i'm so prepared that i have a book over here (laughs) so i think my favorite book is this definitely this one you know this
0: yes i have it
1: oh it's cool (laughs) so it's like all-time favorite so cool like i keep it close to my table because it's easier when you're stuck or you need some idea you can go there and it's better than all so if you have this book you you know John Cantina because he's here. This one.
0: Yes. Man, but, it, but now I no haven't forgot, him. Him. forgot that I have the book now that I saw it, like when you show it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I also like, speaking about inspiration, I, I like this guy who made this book. He's also a sign painter. I think you saw him. He draw this kind of letters, like it's 3D. So this book is my favorite. Also, I like the book by Luca Barcelona. It's like a the, the book is like a work of art. It's, it's so it's perfect. I never
0: seen it. Like I've seen only like uh, covers or some pages online, oh. but I don't know this one.
1: And also, I bought when I was in Berlin. I bought a book by Nils Schumann. How to pronounce it right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Nils Schumann. I have one. From calligraphy, it is the very first one, and uh, it's a
1: black one with N on the cover, or
0: or another one. <laughs> Wait, out like just a sec. Oops. It's
1: this one. Oh, no, I have another one. It's cool. It's I think this is the, the very or... first
0: one. And uh, but this is a very special one because I have the like signatures for uh, this is like uh, it's not anymore. But those are like uh, when there were calligraphy ambassadors.
1: Oh, yeah. Ah, the very first one it was. Yeah, and uh, almost all
0: of them, they sign it. Like, there's some more. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's a beautiful sign. (laughs) But when you're a calligraphy artist, it's cheating. Because you can, you know how to write letters pretty beautiful. Because when doing lettering, people sometimes ask me to write something for them and my writing my regular writing is really terrible and they're upset that it's not like this in your book
0: (laughs) no but dude like the it's same with calligraphers man like it's not the like just because you do calligraphy or beautiful letters it doesn't mean your handwriting is it's it
1: no still but at least you can use a calligraphy to, to write Of course your signage if
0: you have knowledge you can improve your handwriting for example for example One, he has like amazing handwriting but mm. I think because he he was doing something to improve it and you can see like mm. oh calligraphy influencing his handwriting but I know many 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 calligraphers and even me sometimes I like, can write so fucking ugly man it's it's like calligraphy or lettering it's very different from handwriting and I don't know many people don't understand this and they should because it's different things working in set in calligraphy you have some rules and some special tools while handwriting is just just the way you're usually write naturally you know and there are no (laughs) rules and stuff like this probably there might be rules if they teach you in school but still is is not necessarily to be something awesome
1: and i also started a book from the previous podcast <laughs> that jacob suggested to to read sign painting course and it's amazing like it's it's really old and it's but it's beautiful and so i think it's not a good idea to <laughs> To answer the question about the book using the answer from the another episode.
0: <laughs> no, but why, man? I think it's great because now if, like, other people are listening, they will see, like...
1: Oh, yeah, you definitely need to check it out. And... Uh, and it's free. You can download the free PDF from the archive, archive.org. So you can just Google the,
0: the name of this book. Man, like, I should check it as well. Like, I do the, oh, yeah. the podcast. <laughs> now you have. You have but... So, I don't do most of the stuff that I like, like people recommend stuff like books and things like this. And I'm like, yeah, I'll check. And and then, and then I don't check. (laughs) Sometimes like even I forget what people have talked. Like I think you or like, it was Eddie today. I don't know. One of the podcasts was giving me, "Ah, it was you today that gave me some example from something that Jacob said. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> <I> oh! <don't know. laughs>
1: I think it's good to to take to, to put this books and other stuff from the episode in the caption because it's easier to to go there. And also, like I usually go f- to find some inspiration and lettering on Pinterest. I'm like a in Pinterest fan. I created a lot of boards over there.
0: There is somebody else I spoke of, like lately. I don't know if I released the episode. Stefan,
1: I think Stefan was talking about using Pinterest. But with with book, it's a little bit easier because you're looking for something. Now book is over and you can go and draw. And if you're on social media platform, you're scrolling and it's infinite. And you get depressed. You're terrible, There are, like millions of great work. So it's a little bit better with books
0: yeah it is have you seen the design of wars book Well, i'm, I'm not sure. sure it's like we released it like last year or something like this but you probably haven't because i don't I know so. it was for a few months available only in europe but i think by now it's
1: uh, i think i i don't recover it the
0: design of wars yeah but yeah i have in mind
1: and i also saw this I was in Scriptor in in Berlin, and Adam get the same poster.
0: This one? Yeah. Yeah. It's the Calligraphy Master's poster, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful.
0: And actually, in his studio, they're available to buy the very first posters. Like, they're numbered from one to 10. Like, from number one to 10. I think one or two are gone, but not sure which numbers. But yeah, the very first numbered posters are at his studio and people can get it from there.
1: I have another book that I think everybody must read, but it's not about calligraphy. <laughs> it's just literature. But it's like I usually inspired by other stuff, not by lettering, just by like, by literature and uh, music and other stuff so this book is by henry david Thoreau, and it's called walden or life in the woods and i i read it literally every year i think once a year, one time a year it's about i read it and figure out by yourself what it's about <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll check it like no, it's, uh, it's really beautiful i
0: uh, uh, i love reading books i read a lot of books actually and uh I have a goal for this year to read seventy books, cause, oh, it's, cause last it's year more
1: than one, one book a week, week, right?
0: Well, not exactly. Like so far this year, I've read like five books or six, something like this. But it depends. Like depends how we go. But the thing is, like last year, I saw a video of PewDiePie. I don't know if you know him, like the biggest YouTuber. Oh, yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> I think everybody knows him. <laughs>
0: And the thing is, last year, I have read, like, two or three books only. And usually I read more, but I didn't read so much last year. And then in the end of the year, he made the video and he was like, this year I read 70 books. I was like, fuck. Like, I was like, man, I have to read 70 books next year. So one of my goals this year is to read 70 books. And, yeah, I love reading books. Like, it's fun to, like. I, I always, like, wanted to speak with, oh, with wait, people wait. about books, like if, like, if they read and stuff. Oops. So it's funny because I, for, in every episode I want to speak about books in, with the people, but not books, like, uh, about lettering or calligraphy. But uh-huh. if people read books, because I'm really interested, because, like, I told you, I love reading books, and I'm really curious how how many other people doing, like, calligraphy, lettering, or sign painting are actually reading any other books than art books you
1: know no i i'm a heavy reader like i take book with me every day and i read yeah i think i read every day so i can't pretend my life without books because i've been reading for so many years which is cool
0: Sometimes my thoughts are just jumping. I have the ready question, and then just to ask it, it's gone. Come on, what I wanted to ask?
1: Oh, about speaking about dreams. I want to make a book, and I want to to go to a book tour. It's one of my dreams. For some reason, I want to go and to several cities and sit inside the bookstore, sign the book made by me i don't know what it could be about
0: about lettering or or you want to to (laughs) you want it to be an art book or like a book to read
1: i'm not still not sure like i had an idea we spoke with one psychotherapist not not my psychotherapist but uh, another one so and i was thinking about making a book about mental illness so he my idea was that he will write some science stuff and i will draw every layer every phrase with some illustration to explain to people what is all about and how to deal with this stuff but then we freeze this project (laughs)
0: Make books, man. I think books—it's—it's a great thing to live, cause uh, it's not like uh, uploading stuff on uh, social media or the internet. Books is books is different, and I love books. I love art books, calligraphy books, and books to read. I really love books. I don't know. Probably. Do you have a favorite author? Or author or oh, just, or a book? I don't know. Like, no, not really. But probably like there is a dude osho 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 it's o-s-h-o oh yeah sure i think he's indian or something like this
1: yeah i was listening to him yesterday
0: uh his books were one of the first ones that i start reading and uh uh, there's a lot of stuff i i like about the way he thinks and uh, the the things that he speaks I think they're a big part of his Like books have influenced me a lot for the person I am. And actually, the very first books I read were were by a Russian author uh, from uh, Ern- Ernst Mudashev. I don't know if you I, know, I him. Don't know, well, know him. but well, he's usually uh, eye surgery. Some like he does uh, crazy surgeries on eyes. But then at one point, he just uh, went to Tibet for some time, and his books are amazing. Like, yeah, it's, I don't know, some people, <laughs> I'm not sure if everybody will like it. It's it's like esoteric, like mysterious. What's, What's the name again? again? Uh, Ernst Moldashev. I think he has like four or five books, I'm not sure. They're all different, but I've read them all, and... Those were the very... You
1: read, them, you read them on Russian.
0: No, I read them in Bulgarian. <laughs> like, oh. I understand some Russian, but, like, I don't like, I don't understand 100%. And, <laughs> like, if I listen to people or read stuff, I can get the idea, I can understand stuff, but uh, not 100%. And I also can't speak, which for a long time I really want to learn Russian because I think there is... Because
1: I saw that on your story on instagram that it was a russian (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I listen uh,
0: to russian music like rap russian rap but yeah this is a language which i've been willing to learn because i mean you know it's similar and i think it's very easy for me to learn but Mm -hmm. i want to learn it because i think there is a great amount of information in russian which is not available in english or other languages but yeah
1: how to say calligraphy masters in bulgarian
0: in bulgarian it's uh, okay. a calligraphia probably yeah
1: it's a little bit uh, it sounds similar you can
0: also say calligraphsky maisturi but i don't know uh, like i don't really like how it sounds in bulgarian <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I like it like calligraphy masters this is this is how I like it, to hear it. And I've been, like, to Pinterest and people, like, ask me, like, how to in- hear in Bulgaria, like, to pronounce it. And I'm, like, I really don't want to say the translation because <laughs> I don't like how it sounds in Bulgarian. It, but, yeah. And, uh, Dude. Uh, what well, what else do you like doing when 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 you're not working on the other project or when you're not doing letters and lettering? Is there stuff that you like to do? Or, I don't know.
1: Oh, I still like to sew, sew leather. So it's like a weird hobby. So I make some... What do, what do I have? Like, I made a letter, a wallet for myself. And I made a cover for my ebook, so I like to, so I like to create something with with my hands, basically.
0: Uh, something happened? Hello? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It just your audio stopped for a second.
1: So I I like to work with my hands, and some basic stuff like walking, but it's not <laughs> it's not interesting to talk about yeah like I, I like nature and when i'm over, overwhelmed with thoughts I just go and walk around listening to some music or maybe without music and yeah reading i i read or, or draw so it's 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 hard to take one particular style like i like no uh Last month I was trying to explain what kind of music do I listen and usually there is a, a man yelling about some bad stuff happening in his life. <laughs> so, that kind of music, <laughs> you know, when, when his voice breaks <laughs> because he's so desperate to, to yell, so... Uh, actually, not only that, like I, one of my favorite band, bands is the National. And they're from the United States. And I think it's like... Uh, yeah, it's indie rock. But I, recently I started sing, listening to some rap music. And I also like... Neoclassical stuff. Sad guys on the piano.
0: <laughs> and uh, do you like to listen to music when you're like uh, doing letters or you prefer to do it like silence
1: like when i need to come out with some idea i sit in silence but it's the very first part of drawing when i need to like think about something and like a met- metaphor or something like that but then i start listening to music or some podcast and oh another question can be about podcasts I don't know if other lettering calligraphy artists listen to them but I have one favorite podcast called radio lab
0: okay well, what is it about
1: it's, it's basically it's about science and it's kind of not not serious science but science applied to a normal life and some interesting so it's about everything but it's it's like just interesting
0: Man, it's funny because I realized so many people listen to podcasts and I told you like until a month ago, I haven't even listened ever to a podcast, you <laughs> know, <laughs> all of a sudden I like make this podcast and speak with people and some of them are like, oh, you should check this podcast and this podcast. And I'm, uh-huh. like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is like, is everybody <laughs> listening to podcasts except me? <laughs> <laughs> and Stefan Kunz, Stefan Kunz recommended me a very nice podcast. I think maybe you like it. It's very also motivational and stuff like. This. Just let me know. Let me find the name. Uh, just a sec. And uh, I listened like I don't know. I listened like twenty <laughs> episodes or something like this at oh, wow. once. And it's like some some episodes were like one hour and something. I was just all oh, day listening to this wow. podcast.
1: Is it about design or what? Lettering. It's it's
0: i don't know like different stuff like about success and how to do different stuff and how to act in different situations and stuff like like uh, about many things but it's it's a very cool podcast and useful it's uh, a come on it's 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 a joke man like i opened my messages with stefan and it's nothing like i don't know what
1: (laughs) you didn't talk to him (laughs) <laughs> it was a dream.
0: Nah, <laughs> uh, just some bugs of the either the phone or, or in yeah. the app. I don't know. Like I'll find it and I'll send it to you because I think you, yeah, or, you or, might uh, like it. Ask. And you so you, you you listen quite a lot to podcasts, huh?
1: Yeah, I listen to there's another podcast about design and this kind of stuff called Future. It's like future without E on the end. They have a YouTube channel which is huge and also they have a podcast.
0: Okay, I'll check it. Sounds like interesting. What
1: else? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Joe Rogan. Of course.
0: (laughs) I think his is the only podcast that I'm actually watching. Like, the other podcast I... I truly just listen but his podcast, I, I I only watch on YouTube. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And have you seen the Gary V episode when he wasn't his guest? Huh.
0: Uh, I'm not sure. Like, I must, <laughs> I must have because usually I've seen Gary on, like, like if he goes on some other channel to do something, whatever it is, like, hot uh, hot ones like eating uh, wings or his guests <laughs> anything about Gary usually <laughs> I see but now you made me think I'm not sure if I've seen the one with out
1: but Joe Rogan have like how many episodes yeah he's doing several times a day every day for <laughs> several years
0: <laughs>
1: I think so because I when you listen to his podcast you hear that he's the guy from his crew telling him that another guest has come and he's waiting so it's usually one by one i think nowadays all the stuff that he do is podcast so it's and he don't need to edit it that's why he can let himself record many of them
0: man that that okay this is one of my dreams i want to be at this point where (laughs) i don't have to edit nothing of all my videos nothing of all my podcasts just talk and have fun that's one of my dreams i think
1: i think it's definitely doable it's so it's cool i think it's cool
0: i think everything is uh, possible and doable man as long as you keep pushing uh, work hard and don't give up you know uh, and yeah man if you have something let me know because I'm so tired that I I can't, <laughs> you I, can't think. I can't even think anymore, dude. Like seriously, like last days has just been too much.
1: So another important realization that I got that is that people are really want to help you. And for some reason, I met a lot of aspiring artists who was afraid to ask for help. And uh, I figure out that if you ask like a, a question that you really need to help with people usually uh, really helpful and ha- happy to explain you some basic stuff so it's i think when you're just starting out it's it's cool to ask for help or for some advices
0: yeah but i think also it's important how you ask cuz like sometimes people are just uh, i don't know uh, like root yeah, or like, something like for example, there is a message and there is no like hi, like my name oh, is oh, yeah. this, or this is just like straight man like oh how to, Hello, how, <laughs> how how to do this or what is this and I'm like, dude, like I'm like how do you expect me to to answer but
1: yeah you 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 should be respectful and specific because the question how to do lettering it that does, doesn't make any sense, but I remember that I was asking some sign painters what, what brush to use if I just starting out and they were sending me some links to buy it. So this kind of question, like usually you can Google them, but sometimes you, you can ask for help.
0: Well, in sign, you know, so in we, sign painting, especially, I think it's, oh, it's, it's, it's okay to ask us like, especially about tools. I mean, in calligraphy, you have quite a lot of variety of tools, but time painting it's quite different because the tools are specific and Uh, and it's more uh, delicate to get like a good one so and also yeah and people
1: who starting out they think that if they buy the right tools they will be much better and it doesn't work (laughs) like that at all so yeah i think you can spend your first or three year- years without spending any money besides pencil and pen
0: man you're thinking like i think some of the people who hear are that doubting are you crazy first three years like <laughs> i see so many people when man, they come into calligraphy or lettering and they expect them to be good in like a week or two or a month oh yeah, yeah. and now you're telling them you can spend your first three years <laughs> like i get it but, but, still, but still, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: No, for me it's also it sounds a lot, but when you're like five years in, it's and you're still far away from perfect. You realize that it's it's a long road. But it's man, we're
0: we're learning and improving all the all lifetime, man. Like I don't think there will be a point where you feel okay. I'm 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 good now, and there is nothing that I can improve more. You know, so.
1: I don't know, are there many online courses on calligraphy and lettering in your city or in your country or not? Because in Russia there are too many of them right now and people go in there spending money and then get disappointed that they didn't learn it after one week of practicing one hour a day.
0: That's like, that was exactly what I was speaking on the interview, I was before i came back home to do the podcast you know like we were discussing this and no there there is no workshops about calligraphy and Mm -hmm. uh, that's why i'm uh, probably i'm gonna start doing some because i want to and i feel like it's 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 about time and yeah i think also like people like I, i hope that there will be interest from people to learn calligraphy But no, man, and uh, there is no like Bulgaria is fucked up (laughs) and uh, nothing about calligraphy or lettering. There is a few people doing it, but I don't think any one of them is teaching, and that's why I'm gonna start doing that because I have to do everything. (laughs) Everything, and no, I I really want to do work like workshops because, like, you never tried to teach yeah yeah no man i i usually oh, h- oh. i usually hate hate, hate like <laughs> teaching people man <laughs> like i i hate like, explaining so you know this is very annoying for me like explaining but but i hope because like this is now my passion that it won't be the same and that i would enjoy it and uh, from everybody that i speak with on the podcast like everybody is like w- they love workshops you know and it seems like this is the
1: i don't like workshops (laughs) i i give them i make workshops like yeah maybe one one and a half year but i don't like them for some reason i'm not sure why oh come on dude
0: you're the first one saying this
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe because the lettering workshop is not so fun because you are not teaching that skill like in in sign painting it's Maybe a little bit funnier on the first lesson because you get a new brush and you get some new skill and in lettering you're just trying to explain that that it's a long road and it's (laughs) it's hard and not so fun maybe as you can think about it but still it's it's cool that you can like for me the hardest part about workshop is to to realize what stuff is it's clear for everybody and what because for me uh, I don't think that you need to explain everything because it's obvious a lot of stuff is obvious but for people who are coming to workshop it's not obvious
0: I know man like that that's why like but I really hope it's not the same with calligraphy because I've been a bartender for 11 years and I was quite a good one and when there were new people, they always was sending them to me, and I had to, to like, you know, <laughs> to, to teach them. As, man, I hated it. Like, the, uh, that's why probably I think that I, I hate teaching because I'm so annoyed <laughs> when somebody, like, I have to teach someone about stuff like this. But I think it's just for the bars, and I, I really hope that it won't be the same with calligraphy and.
1: Yeah, I I went to some calligraphy workshop and they were pretty fun. It was cool. Oh, I also went to another one. You know, the twins from Ukraine, Vika and Vita.
0: Yeah, they're part of calligraphy masters as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) So I went to, it was one of them who made a workshop in in my city. And it was also cool. They are like super sweet girls. So nice. (laughs)
0: Like angels. Like the workshop was in Cyrillic calligraphy or... Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I think they're, they're, I, they're doing only Cyrillic, right? I think, I think so. Because I, I think I've tried to search some something in Latin in their feeds, but I haven't.
1: And they're, like, their caption is in U- Ukraine now. <laughs> so even I can't understand it. I think it's because these problems between Russia and in Ukraine. And when one of them went here to make a workshop, they didn't post it about about it on on Facebook on Instagram because the guys from the community local community was against their decision to go to support Russia making the calligraphy workshop here, which is so stupid because like people who attended the workshop don't give a shit about politics they are not teaching it to vladimir Putin <laughs> so it's it was it's stupid, but they decided that it's easier to. To keep it in secret,
0: but is, isn't like a Ukrainian and Russian like quite similar language? Like, is, isn't very similar?
1: Yeah, it's similar, but some stuff is. Uh, you can understand most of the stuff, but some stuff is different, and they have some different letters.
0: Well, dude, if I think it's, we should wrap it up because. Man, I really enjoy talking with you. <laughs> it's, it's super no, cool. It was, yeah, it's really cool. It's super cool. And like, man, you've blown my mind with some of the stuff. And I think it's super cool that you spoke about all these things. I think, uh, and I hope it will be helpful for many people. Like, even myself, it made me think because, man, I told you, I always get in those situations like like stress and depression. And so it it was really really interesting for me to hear it from other person and like speaking it so open about it and i was like it made me realize some stuff so i'm pretty sure it will be useful for some other no
1: for me it was it also was really cool it's so interesting and awesome and and i have more episodes to listen of calligraphy master podcast sure like
0: i i've like what's it it's thursday like this week is coming i'll upload episode seven and I've I've actually this is like the one we're recording right now it's probably number 18 or 19
1: wow did a lot it's funny that like I listen to different podcasts but your your one is the only one that I really like waiting to the next episode to come out because other stuff is like I know that it's there and I can choose some of them and listen but your one I want to listen to every one of them it's it's Yeah, I like the... And also, I forget to to talk about this stuff, that like community in lettering and calligraphy, like all the stuff around words, it's, it's still not too big. And now you can come to another city, another country and message to somebody who is also doing not even your style of lettering or your style of calligraphy, like different kind of stuff, but you already have something to talk about because of this fashion Which is also really amazing. You don't have it in other kind of art, I think, because if you will come to another country and message somebody that I also draw, and <laughs> the person will answer you, "Oh, cool."
0: It's true. Actually, I was thinking earlier about this because, like, I was in a, doing an interview for a hip hop uh, media or you know, hip hop site, and the dude who is running it, he was explaining like how crazy it is, like how people attack each other and stuff like this. And I was sitting there and I was thinking, man, like we like the community of calligraphers, like lettering and signpets. We're so like together and supportive to each other. And I'm like, damn, fucking lucky to to not have this thing (laughs) and to be in the place I am. So you're right. I I don't think they have it in other as well. Like, and this is strange. Like, why is this? Why is this?
1: Maybe it's too many of them and, They're competing with each other. Not sure.
0: Oh, I think competition is not for art, man. Like you know, like there is a place for everybody under the fucking sky, man. I don't know. But anyways, I'm happy. Our niche is this way, and you're right. It's it's super awesome. And, uh, dude, like, I wanted to say thank you for the kind words that you say, like, this is that you're waiting for the podcast and (laughs) all this stuff. Like, man, it just made me super happy because, like, I told you, I'm super unhappy with it because I know so many things are wrong. But now, like, you just made me. No, I
1: think the the difference between not making a podcast and making it, it's, like, really huge. And you can improve uh, anytime, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, that's for sure, but
1: it,
0: it made me smile, man, and it makes worth every <laughs> everything that I do for this, so it's super awesome, dude, and so if you want to say something to the people who listen or people who are thinking, considering to start, to the people who have problems similar to yours, or if you want to promote something, go on, dude.
1: So... I, for for those who want to start, I think it's really important to not expect too much of, of yourself and just enjoy the process because I can, I see some people are putting their heads down because they s- start comparing themselves to each other, to, to, to those who are doing it for like five or even 10 years. and after doing it for one week, they're expecting themselves to do the same <laughs> level of work and it's not it won't be this way. And also like I read somewhere that if you're creating anything you're already doing more than ninety nine point ninety nine percent of the whole of the population of people. So if you're doing at least crappy work, you are still better than anyone in this field so yeah because nowadays it's too easy to compare yourself with each other and start thinking that you're terrible and you know everybody read that you need to compare it only with yourself but (laughs) not so much people do it because it's it's hard not to open an instagram feed and see so many amazing work and people like working with the major brands and join some crazy stuff and uh, all around the world. But it's another important realization. It's no, no amount of followers or no like success make you happy only because you can be happy only here and now. And it's cool to improve and go further, but more important to be kind to yourself and like enjoy what's, what, what do you have now? Because life can uh, can end at any point. And for me, it worked to when I have to make a huge, like important decision, I start to pretend that if I'm going to die in one month, will I what what decision will I reject? And usually, it's much easier to find the right answer because I, you won't reject it. You try something, but you will definitely reject it if you will decide to
0: not try. Not to try it, yeah. And that's that's some uh, awesome words to end this man. Like I.
1: Yeah. So yeah. And if somebody have some kind of similar stories or some kind of different similar struggles, I would be happy to read it. So people can message me on Instagram. I would be happy to to read them to understand maybe a little bit more about myself and try to imply this stuff into my work. So I think it's the same. And yeah, thank you, man. It was a really, really amazing experience. It was it, it's my first time ever on podcast.
0: Awesome, dude. That's even better. I'm-
1: so I I would definitely remember it <laughs> for the whole life.
0: Awesome man, I'm super happy and it was a pleasure talking with you dude. Like and see you next time, like we'll we'll speak again. That's
1: Yeah, sure. I I'd love to meet in person someday, so it'd be cool. Of
0: course, I'd love to meet in person as well, man. It would be super awesome. Like person is much better, like of course this is super cool, it's not like just yeah, texting. Yeah, it. But it's uh, cool. but yeah, in person it's even better and it would be awesome, man. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Calligraphy Masters show. I hope you enjoyed listening to the story of Gosha Bondarev and it helped or inspired you in some way. Please follow Calligraphy Masters on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And as always, keep writing.